0: Welcome to the Kept From Sleep Podcast. Join us and hear our tales of terror and suspense. Listen at your own risk and prepare to be kept from sleep. Tonight's tale, The Plague Woods. Smoke poured from my car's engine like blood from a wound in open water, and the sharks would soon be upon me. Damn my vanity and damn this place. Rumors spread like wildfire in my small town. We'd all heard the stories and knew better than to stray down this lonely road. In the end, time and vanity were my downfall. Tales were told in whispers about the woods that bordered our quiet town. The plague woods swallowed up life and spat out decay. I could hear my mother's voice in my head, scolding me for my stupidity.
1: Beware the plague woods, for it is a place that even death fears to tread.
0: Blood caked my steering wheel, and the split above my right eye throbbed, releasing blood with every beat of my racing heart. The deer lay in a heap a few feet away, heaving a last few shuddering breaths before death overtook him. A trail of blood easily painted a picture of the events that led me here. I took a few precious seconds to gaze at the mangled front end of my car before rushing to the near lifeless heap splayed across the middle of the lonely street. Too fast. The remnants of my meager meal lay spewed across the pavement as I gasped for air and ejected the contents of my stomach. I collapsed to my knees as the last few heaves subsided and I could breathe again. I looked up at one of the streetlights that sporadically lined the lonely road and was reminded of the bright lights of the diner I had left behind. It was a greasy spoon diner near the edge of the city limits. The bright lights and laughter shared between friends caused me to lose track of time. The sky outside had darkened, and my curfew was minutes away from breaking. I quickly paid my tab and bid my friends goodbye before careening down side roads at too fast a speed. I lived in a small town called Ipswich, which sat tucked at the edge of the map, bordered on all sides by the woods. We were an island of gray surrounded by a sea of green. There was only one official road into town, from the neighboring city of Elrich, which is where I had been meeting my friends for dinner. I quickly rushed home, hoping to lessen my impending punishment. Visitors and residents alike all followed Highway 99, which was a long, winding road that trailed along the outskirts of the woods. It would be the safest path to tread. It would also be the longest, and time was not on my side. There was another option. I slid to a halt at the crossroads that would decide my fate. If I turned right, I would follow the highway in safety, but it would cost too much time and guarantee my punishment. If I turned left, the Arkham Bypass. It was a small, barely-maintained side road that cut straight through the woods and would shed almost all of my travel time. The road was rarely traveled and usually only saw one occupant. The road was so feared because it cut straight through the plague woods that separated Ipswich and Eldridge, with only one branching path—a small dirt road that led straight to Arkham House. Arkham—it was a place that should be feared as much, if not more, than the woods that encompassed it. Home to a thousand spirits, if you believe the rumors. The damn place was home to the only living relative of Malcolm Arkham. He was a recluse prisoner that hardly ever strayed from the bowels of the manor. If I had kept track of time. I would have never entertained the idea of taking that road, but I didn't seem to have any other option. (sighs) Screw it. Damn my vanity. I turned left, and in that moment sacrificed myself to the woods. I raced down the dark and quiet side street, with the sparse streetlights offering little illumination. The road curved sharply, and I barely had time to register the large deer blocking my path. Oh shit! The majestic creature turned to me, a literal deer in the headlights. He almost seemed to nod in acceptance before I slammed into his side. The force sent the poor creature skidding down the road, followed by a trail of blood as his skin scraped against the pavement. Smoke poured freely from the engine block and smeared against the darkened sky. I knelt near the poor creature's head as his chest shuddered, and his last breaths came out in gasps. I'm so sorry, I, I-, I wasn't paying attention. I reached for the gold cross that hung around my neck and prayed. I turned back to look at the mangled front end of my car just as the headlights started to dim and fade. It was an accident. I'm sorry. The creature was oblivious to my words as the light in his brown eyes slowly bled away. I stroked the blood-matted fur of the poor deer, resting his head in my lap. The streetlight above me rained flecks of glass as the bulb shattered and plunged me into darkness. I slowly started to crawl away from the creature, ignoring the pain as my hands scraped against broken glass.
1: For it is a place that even death fears to tread.
0: No, no! It was an accident! His hot breath came in ragged gasps, and his lungs quietly fell still. The smoke seemed to swirl around me, choking out any light that remained. I felt a tremor run throughout the poor creature's body, and his right leg quickly kicked out. It it was an accident! These were damned woods where life never ends, but also sacred woods where life was allowed to flourish. I should have listened, heeded the words of my fellow townsfolk. I had been warned too many times about the back roads into town and the cursed route it would follow. Through the plague woods. His eyes flicked back open and the chestnut brown pupil had now turned a sickly white. I quickly backed away as his lungs tasted air once again, seeking the comfort of my ruined car. I desperately begged my car to start, but each turn of the key was only met with a screeching wail. Come on, work! Yes! The smile quickly fell from my face as the dim light of my headlights revealed a grisly sight, a trail of blood that led to an open road. What the hell? Antlers crashed through my driver's side window, slicing open a fresh cut across my forehead. The reanimated deer impaled the car door in a mad attempt to reach me. I scrambled from the driver's seat, seeking safety through the passenger side door while the demon deer struggled to disentangle himself from the wreckage. Adrenaline pumped through my veins, and my heartbeat pounded in my ears, blood and sweat mingled, burning my eyes and clouding my vision. I had no choice but to seek safe harbor in the one place that would never provide it, so I turned from the wreckage of my car, fleeing into the plague woods."
1: late.
2: I know, I know.
1: You don't seem too upset about it.
2: If I remember right, you and I missed a few curfews
1: back in the day. That was different. How so? Because it was.
0: Hey, it's Jacob. Can't come to the phone right now. Please leave a message at the beep.
1: And he's not answering his phone.
2: He probably just lost track of time and is driving down the 99 right now.
1: I can't seem to shake this feeling in the pit of my stomach that something is wrong. I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. Help!
0: Branches slapped against my face as I burst through the underbrush, closely pursued by a rampaging deer. I yelled in vain as the reanimated deer tore through the woods, closing in on me with every passing second. I'm sorry! My pleas only seemed to enrage him more, and the ferocity of crashing sounds increased. The tip of an antler scraped against my back as a snapping maw broke through the tangle of branches. Oh, Fuck! I sprinted deeper into the plague woods, and the trees passed by in a blur. In his rampage, the deer didn't bother avoiding obstacles, simply tearing through the foliage and brush. It was during my mad dash that my foot caught a jutting root, hidden by dead leaves, and I tripped. I ducked my head down close to my body as I rolled down a small hill. I expected to smash into a tree followed by the quick and unforgiving end of my life. Neither of those things happened as I rolled through the thorny underbrush and into a wide clearing. I quickly regained my footing and started sprinting towards the opposite end of the clearing as my feet crunched through the dead leaves. I stopped dead in my tracks and slowly turned in a circle. Eyes, pale white and dead, watched me from beyond the clearing. I was trapped. I turned to the sound of heavy footsteps to see the deer slowly and methodically marching towards me. He halted his solemn march a few feet away, but in an instant, the deer was gone.
3: Welcome to my home. You shouldn't be here.
0: It was a man only slightly older than me. His blood-matted fur had become a mane of brown hair, with his proud white antlers poking through. He wore the collected furs of forgotten animals and reeked of
3: death. Who are you? I am the spirit of the woods. You shouldn't be here.
0: I'm sorry. I I didn't- Shh. shh, shh.
3: No tears, no apologies. They won't be enough this time.
0: I broke eye contact with the spirit and gazed about the clearing. The eyes still surrounded me. There would be no escape.
3: We're going to play a game.
0: Hey, it's Jacob.
1: Can't come to the phone
0: right now. Please leave a message at the beep.
1: Damn it, Jacob! Pick up the phone! I'm worried sick about that boy.
2: Let's not get too worried just yet. He probably had to hit up the old gas and go before getting on the 99.
1: I just can't seem to shake this feeling
2: like, like he's in danger. I'm sure it's just nerves. He'll be home any minute now. Maybe. I'll tell you one thing. (sighs) What? That boy's in so much trouble.
3: A game? Yes, a game. Hide and seek, in fact.
0: A breeze blew through the trees, and the white eyes never blinked or turned away.
3: You want to play a game? Exactly. A life for a life. These are our woods. A haven, free from the fickle worries of the mortal realm. Like death.
0: Rotting and decaying animals slowly emerged from the shadows of the tree line to encircle me. Sad and forgotten victims of the human world. Wolves, missing half of their faces to the rot. "'Deer with broken antlers and bloody fur, "'even a bear whose ribcage stood exposed to the elements. "'The tables would be turned tonight, and I would become the hunted. "'I wouldn't survive running, but maybe I would win.' "'What are your terms?' "'The spirit smiled and nodded. "'The bleached white bone of his antlers shone brightly in the darkened night.
3: "'It's simple, really. "'You have a five-minute head start.' If you can survive the forces of the Damned until daybreak, you may leave the forest alive. And if I lose? No, no. Let's leave some surprises for later. If I tell you now, it'll ruin all the fun. Well, do you agree to these terms?
0: I wasn't left much choice. At least by playing the game, I had a chance. I nodded my head in submission, resigning myself to whatever fate would follow. The deceased and decayed parted, forming a thin opening in the tree line.
3: Well, what are you waiting for?
0: Run! I began my mad dash, sprinting past the undead creatures that would soon give chase, and plunged myself into the heart of the forest. Branches swung against my face and I could taste fresh blood on my lips as warmth trickled down my chin. It felt as if barely any time had passed when I heard a booming voice echo through the forest.
3: Four minutes left.
0: My breathing labored as a pain in my chest started to grow. I must have cracked a few ribs in the crash and my body had picked the worst possible second to let the pain outweigh the adrenaline. Damn it! I powered through, ignoring the pain and focusing on finding a safe place to hide.
3: Three minutes. You might want to run faster or start hiding.
0: I stopped in my tracks as the spirit's voice echoes through the forest once again. Wait, can you see me?
3: Of course I can see you. It's my forest.
0: He whispered in my ear and I turned to see nothing but silhouettes of trees in the darkness.
3: Don't worry. It's all completely fair. How? Because I'm not the one hunting you. Oh, two minutes. You might want to start running again. You bastard. Run, you fool. You might just survive if you make it there in time. Where?
0: He didn't answer and for the first time since entering the forest, I felt truly alone. I heeded the spirit's advice and began running again. The darkness and trees passed by in a blur, and the pain in my side had subsided to a minor ache as the adrenaline began to pump freely again. One minute. As the echo of the spirit's voice began to fade, I saw it. My salvation. It was a light, a dim light, buried amidst the darkness. But it was still a light. My north star. I picked up my pace as tears of joy ran down my cheeks. The joy fell away in an instant as I broke through the tree line and realized what that light belonged to. Arkham House. Fuck. The home of a thousand spirits sat perfectly in the middle of the plague woods, an evil terminus that tainted all life around it. And it was my only hope. Help! Someone! Please! Exhaustion hit me all at once, and I nearly collapsed to the ground. Please! The massive wooden doors of the Gothic Manor opened tentatively, revealing a lone figure in the doorway. What do you
3: want? Time's up.
0: I didn't have time to respond to the man. I just started sprinting up the gravel driveway towards the front door. Wait. I didn't have time to wait. I would either have to face the dangers of Arkham House or survive the damned creatures that hunted me. The barrier! My forward momentum was halted in an instant as I slammed against an invisible force and collapsed to the ground. My head swam from the impact, and fresh blood oozed from the cut above my eye. I managed to get back to my feet, using the invisible barrier for support. I noticed a thin line drawn on the inside of the perimeter. Assault circle? You damned fool! What the hell are you doing out here? It was an accident. I'm sorry. They're gonna kill me! If I break the circle to save your life then I also damn the lives of everyone in Ipswich. I placed my hands against the barrier, like a petulant child at the zoo. I'm gonna die. I'm sorry. Jaden Church, last living member of the Arkham family line, turned his back on me. I wanted to beg or argue, but I couldn't spare the time. The rumors are right about you, Church. You and that house deserve each other. I didn't stay to hear his response. It wouldn't have mattered anyway. Instead, I turned away from Arkham House and fled back into the darkness of the trees.
1: We have been up and down the 99 twice, and not a single sign of him.
2: Maybe we should just go check with the diner he was eating at.
1: Couldn't hurt.
2: Wait! What is it? Do you see something? Yes. Look! I don't see anything besides the bypass.
1: Exactly. The bypass.
2: Do you think he'd be that foolish?
1: To avoid punishment, I think it's worth the risk to check it out.
0: The Revenant bear crashed through the tree line, his gnashing maw barely missing my flailing arm. A decaying wolf ducked under the bear, leaping from my throat, while a second one came at my ankle from the right. I brandished my weapon, a fallen branch, at the wolf lunging towards my throat, and struck it in what was left of his face. I wasn't fast enough to fight back the wolf on my right, and his razor-sharp teeth tore into my calf. Ah! I swung down at the poor creature, and he relinquished his grip. With a kick from my good leg, the second wolf let out a yelp and fled to a safe distance. I couldn't run. I was bordered on all sides. I couldn't make it till sunrise, but I wasn't going down without a fight. The spirit of the woods encircled me, applauding my survival with each passing minute.
3: You're doing good, my boy. Keep up the fight. Only a few more hours till daybreak. I'm sure you'll make it.
0: Shut up, you bastard! I didn't have time to focus on the mocking words as the raging bear sliced the trunk of a tree, and it slowly toppled towards me. I tried to leap out of the way but wolves barred my path on either side. I dove to safety, but I wasn't fast enough. I had lost too much blood and the wolf's bite was my undoing. Pain shocked up my leg as I tried to leap to safety. Ah! I felt the bones in my legs break as the tree landed above my knees. I cried out in agony as a veil of white crossed my vision and unconsciousness came to take me away.
3: Stop. I said stop.
0: The spirit of the woods kicked at the wolf as it slowly approached me sending the animal into a nearby tree. The spirit knelt down and took my chin in his cold hands. We made eye contact, and he smiled at me.
3: Do you forfeit? It's over. You've lost.
0: I had lost. It was true. Even so, I wasn't going to give him the satisfaction. Fuck you! In my last act of defiance, I spit in his face and smiled. He grimaced with disgust before shoving my face into the dirt.
3: Do you know who I am? You will show me some respect. Just get it over with.
0: I must have lost consciousness for a few minutes, because the next thing I remember is waking up in the clearing, surrounded by the beasts that hunted me.
3: You lost. Are you ready to hear your punishment? Is it death? No. It's freedom.
0: I tried to shake the cobwebs from my brain, because his words made no sense.
3: Freedom? I thought I had to win to earn my freedom. Not your freedom, no. My freedom.
0: The spirit knelt next to me with a sly grin on his face.
3: You've heard the rumors before, yes? Beware the plague woods, for it is a place that even death fears to tread, right? Of course you've heard it. You mortals love your damn stories. Yeah, I've heard the stories. Just like everyone else. Well, like most of the stories your kind tells, you got it wrong. How so? Don't you get it, dear boy? This isn't a place that death fears to tread. It's a prison, designed to keep death at bay. You fool. I am death. I don't fear to tread these woods. I'm cursed to tread these woods. Not anymore. You see? These were the terms of our game. If you win, you get to leave the plague woods. If I win, I get to leave. And I won.
0: Death laid his right hand gingerly over my heart, and filled me with a bitter cold.
3: I do so long for the smell of clean air.
0: His hand phased through my chest and wrapped around my heart. I had never felt such pain ever before. My soul was being ripped from my body, and there was nothing I could do to stop it. My world went black, and suddenly I was standing in the clearing staring down at my lifeless body. My head throbbed, and I could feel an unfamiliar weight bear down on me. I reached up a probing hand and quickly recoiled as I felt small antlers poking through my hair.
3: You'll get used to them.
0: I turned towards the voice, to see the spirit of the woods, his head free of antlers.
3: Welcome home.
0: The spirit slowly faded from view. I had lost the game and was now responsible for unleashing death upon the world. I gazed about the clearing, and all the decaying animals knelt to me in greeting. I then turned back and stared down at my lifeless body. Damn. There! The wreckage of my car sat off to the side of the road with a trail of blood leading to a young body splayed out in the middle of the road. My body. No! My parents ran to my body and shook it violently, but no life was left. I watched from deep in the tree line, surrounded by my new family. Tears fell from my cheeks as I watched my mother sob and my father frantically dial 911, choking out instructions through his own sobs. A wolf nuzzled against my knee, which no longer ached and I offered him a pat in return. Come on. There's nothing left for me here. And with that, I turned away from my parents in the home I'd never know again. My new family followed me as we ventured deeper into the plague woods. This just in, the body of a young man was found along the Arkham Bypass. His wounds seemed to be sustained during a massive car crash, but no source for the crash has been determined. The young boy's parents could not be reached for comment, No words has been received as to why the unidentified man was traveling down the bypass and not Highway 99.
2: What did you do?
4: Whatever do you mean?
2: That poor boy. You killed him!
4: I did no such thing.
2: Don't lie to me.
4: Jealous? Don't worry. You are still my chosen. You and I are simply playing a game of chess, and I just made a move. That's all. Or are you feeling guilty? I mean, after all, you could have broken the circle and let him in.
2: A necessary sacrifice to keep you
4: at bay. Well, be prepared, because you'll have to make another necessary sacrifice soon.
2: I'll find a way to defeat you.
4: If you plan to do that, then you'll need to make some moves of your own. This game is no fun otherwise. Soon. This barrier will come down, and the nexus will be open. Over my dead body. (laughs) Oh, my sweet boy. That's just part of the plan.
0: Thank you for listening to our Twisted Tales. The Plague Woods was written by Shane Adams and produced by Jeremy Nichols at Coco Break Studios. Tonight's story was read by Adam Darby. The mother was played by Alyssa Wright. The father was played by Jeremy Nichols. The spirit of the woods was played by David Alt, And the news was read by Ryan Toto. I'm your host, Adam Darby. Join us again, and be kept from sleep once again.